my outsider was George Bennett, which Danny just stole. And uh, Taco Van der Horn. Taco Van der Horn. <laughs> I love this guy. Yeah. The, the Mexican The champion. least likely GC. Should we see what he's paying so he's, to, for the so win? So Taco Van der Horn is what actually he's Dutch. You might have to request his odds. He's Mexican Dutch. Yeah, Mexican. I just just like his name. And yeah. I think he'll, he'll get a good day in the breakaway. I, uh, I like that. Yeah, we'll get a good day in the breakaway, and it, it like might that. lead to him being high up in the GC. Who knows? All right, and we are live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the third episode of the world-famous <laughs> Breakaways and Breweries podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Um, what is Breakaways and Breweries? It's pretty simple, really. It's where a uh, collection of four non-experts... Well, actually, no, that's not true. For armchair experts, uh, r- review some of the previous pro racing, look ahead at some of the uh, uh, you know, upcoming races uh, with a nice, cold, refreshing beer in our hands. Um, sounds pretty good. Um, I am joined by Jamie, Danny, and Louise once again. How's everybody doing? Good. good. Yeah. How's yeah. It? Yeah? Good. Yeah. Oh, wow. You, you, you've really got a spring in your step. Yeah, yeah. Real good. Excellent. Um, yeah, how's, uh, how's, how's it going? How's it going, Louise? Not bad. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't mind if the weather improved a little bit. It's um, been turbo season again this week, unfortunately. It's been hailstoning and gale force winds and all yeah, sorts of play. stuff. So apart from that, Gotta things that are good, yeah. yeah. How, about, uh, how about you boys down there? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've had a week <laughs> off the bike because it was raining. Yeah? Yeah. You, yeah, uh, we were a bit softer than the weekend, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. How'd you go? I, I won by you default. Won. Yes, <laughs> the, the best guy, t- the best guy, turned up twelve minutes late. So <laughs> snuck a win, didn't snuck I? A win. Hey, w's a, w's a W. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and then I've then I've basically parked the bike since then. You know, oh, yeah. retire on a high and but, all that. Yeah, go, go out on a high. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Danny. Yeah, good mate. Good, yeah. busy, but yeah, super busy. Along, it's good. We had a. Uh, Really successful weekend last weekend with our development ride. Mm. Oh yeah, which is amazing. That's it's awesome. wicked. Like it's it, all, so many of our sort of like riders came down to help, and it's just amazing to see some of these guys who really love cycling, mm-hmm. but just don't really feel very confident right either riding on the roads or have never ridden in groups before, and just to kind of see them buzzing at the end of it, it's brilliant. It's yeah. absolutely cool. brilliant, you know, and just just kind of absorbing in what it's like to to ride in a group and and sort of go through some of the rules which some of them didn't know is in the rules of the road. Yeah, not the rules of like riding in a group and so next week it's all about what you wear you know so you know that we've done the straight riding. on we, to the, we, the hard we, stuff yeah, yeah we've done the riding bit and it's now about what you look like on the bike which you know. force everyone into buying <laughs> yeah, 600 yeah, quid yeah, worth of the yeah, that's right yeah. <laughs> no but it's um it's, sorry it's, we it, sold out it's wicked it's um it's really really good thing so if any of you listening are interested in a development ride we've got uh, our june dates and july dates still available but it's um it's a really great initiative. I'm really, uh, really proud of everybody getting stuck mm. in and, and being a really part great. of it. It's wonderful. Yeah, it's really, really good. All right, so let's, um, before we start reviewing some of the previous races that we did, let's crack open some beer. So obviously the Giro d'Italia is what we're going to be previewing. So we've made some effort to get some, some beers from Italy. Uh, so we've got two Lovely. in front of us. We've got a Peroni Gran Reserva Rossa, which is beautiful beer, lovely uh, glass. And then a good friend of mine, Chris Davenport-Smith, recommended this. So if you're going to do something for a Giro d'Italia, I recommend this Bira de Mare, which is a really cool craft brewery from uh, Rome. Um, oh. So you boys are on those. Louise and I cool. are sticking to the non-alcoholic. So shout 
shout, big shout out to um, Big Drop Brewing who sent us some beers. And so they, they have all these different beers. We've got a, a Citra Pale, we've got a, 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 like a East Coast Pale, we've got a Lager and we've got a Milk Stout, all alcohol free. Wow, that's cool. So um, you and me need to fight over these ones. Which ones do you want? Lager, please. Lager, cool. Thank I'm going to try the Citra Pale. It's like a medicine. Oh, you need a bottle medicine opener, don't bottle. you? Do it with your teeth. <laughs> or a cleat. <laughs> are these different or are they the same? Oh, Those yeah, two are the same, but yeah. What are you guys going to start on? I reckon we're going to... Should we start on the fancy one, Jamie? Yeah, mate. Yeah, if they're not very good... Um, you have uh, Chris Davenport-Smith to blame. Hey, I'll do it in front of the mic. All right. Funny-shaped bottle. God. Terrible bottle opener. Mm. <laughs> we'll split that one. There you go. It's easier. Uh, kind of looks like a medicine each, bottle, doesn't it? That yeah, I know. It's, yeah, quite it's quite cool. Like yeah. a really weird shape. Yeah. It's like Very it's ergonomic. It's like it should have like a message in it. Do you know what I mean? It's like one of those... Uh, one of those... Washed sh- up on a Caribbean island. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> Um, ergonomic message in a bottle yeah so this one is alcohol free from Big Drop and it's lovely oh yeah got a lot of time for that they had, used to have this on tap in a local pub and uh, this is a Paradiso Citra Pale love it how's it over there boys yeah it's good actually yeah. great Italian lovely. IPA so never we've, thought um, I'd see the day before we get into uh, yeah this is a non-alcoholic and I'm having a great time so before <laughs> we get into the um the reviews um we've had a request from listeners for jamie to tone down his language it's clear that when he uh when he has a few beers his 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 lips get a little loose mm. so we uh, we'll, we'll have a swear tin uh, today <laughs> can we bleep out <laughs> <laughs> yeah on you all right cool um so we've we've had a last well, it felt like a quiet week, but the last few weeks of racing have been have been pretty good um should we have a bit of a bit of review mm-hmm. yeah louise um, some of our predictions have been pretty good and not some have been pretty bad. terrible. <laughs> yeah, not bad at <laughs> some all. Some were spot on, Giddy. actually. Yeah, I think we did all right. A whole mixed bag and some of the uh, the things we were saying, particularly Jamie. Hey, Gadoo yeah. came third. Gadoo did I, come third. And yeah, I yeah. called that. Was you there did, the pinch flat, that. though? I was watching for that. Oh, there was no well, no, Roglic was nowhere to be seen at the finish, so... Maybe. <laughs> Maybe he was on the train. So we don't know. No, that was Alaphilippe who uh, actually did quite well. Yeah, yeah. So he didn't. He, didn't he must have missed his train because well. he was flying <laughs> to catch it at the next stop. Yeah, David. David could do third. Um, Liège, best on Liège. You were calling it. Big call. Yeah, big mm. call, mate. Good work. I think we did good. It was some good racing. I mean, Liège is a funny one, isn't it? Because it's a really, it's a really arduous race. Well, I mean, look for both the men's and the women's, and the women's race was really exciting to watch. Um, but yeah, it's not. It's it, it's exciting in the last like half an hour. The rest of it's a little bit. Once that break goes, and it's a bit like, mm. Mm. Anyway, maybe we're just, maybe we're just having an off day. Maybe we just wasn't too excited nah, about it. Nah, it's quite boring. Yeah, the men's was definitely very boring. Yeah, is that because it's too long? Do you think? Is that why women's is more exciting sometimes? Because it's not the messing around in between and. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I think it's. Um, I don't really know what. I, I suppose. I don't really know. It's it's one of those courses where obviously it's such it takes such a beating like mm. on you because it's just up and down the whole time mm. and maybe it's just from like a watching standpoint you really need to know the route and you need to sort of know when they're going to attack i mean obviously we saw Teo on the front of uh, that climb you know kind of you know stringing out the, the the climb and that was a really exciting part of it but i don't know what do you think danny yeah i don't know I mean, like speaking of men's versus women's like look at the difference in flesh alone like mm. the women's race was so much more exciting than the men's like i stand by my i think i said it last week the men's is just 
big bunch into the bottom of the mur and then everyone rips each other's mm. legs off. Mm-hmm. But the women's race was like super attacking race mm. in that last kind of lap. So, yeah, may, maybe it is because it's a bit shorter. Um, maybe the women are, are, you know, more active and, you know, they, they want to put on a proper race. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did um, any of us call seven in a row? Yes, we did. Did we? I think we did. Mm, I didn't. I think you were calling Voss, but you always do. So <laughs> I have to. I think now. Louise can, I think I can definitely claim that. I wasn't sure if if she would because I was thinking that she was a bit ill or yeah, something yeah. recently. But um, I thought you it'd put be her a, at the top, but you didn't did. back her. Uh, but I thought it'd be she enough was, of an she was incentive. On your, yeah, she was on your top steps. She was, so, yeah. So yeah, yeah we wins it. a win. I'll take as it. As we've already said it. once in <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, so that was awesome. It was really amazing. Cool. Seven times just, in a row. I mean, it, yeah, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. It's so, so, so good. It was brilliant to see it. And it was nice, like a lot of coverage on it. Um, yeah, it was good. Really mm. cool, really cool. It was really Such good. a dominant performance from her as well. She just hit it at the bottom of the climb and mm. just backed herself and, and mm-hmm. won. <laughs> that yeah. was great. Yeah, so good to see. And then, uh, so that was Flesh. Mm. And in the men's, um, Valverde did really well. Yes. <laughs> we, a lot of we love to see 41-year-old bike riders just, just put the sword yeah, to he, 25 he, year olds. He's 41, yeah, yeah. To be fair, it happens a lot of the weekend. Just <laughs> <laughs> constantly getting dropped by. That's funny. Well, it's because you're not 25, mate. Yeah. As soon as I ticked over, as soon as I ticked over 25, it's game years over. Misery yeah, until j- you're fit again. Just wait till you get to 41, mate, and apparently, apparently you'll come good. Life starts at 41. Um... Yeah, it was good. It's funny, like obviously we're leading up to the Giro, and and um, I'll be honest, like I had to like sort of muster a bit of willpower to sort of research this because I'm always, and I said it last time, I'm always on a bit of a downer, as in like the classics are so exciting, and then Liège is like the last one that's like oh Grand Tours, and it's a bit like mm. I, I, I'm always on this kind of a bit because I, I find because I, I love the classics so much, but then actually looking into it you realise, like, the Giro, I mean, all the Grand Tours, but the Giro is actually such an exciting race. Mm. And each year, kind of, all, and, it, you know, I'm, I'm very much, I know I'm very much wrong in my sort of approach to it, but each year I'm a bit like, oh, Giro. Yeah, yeah, sure, watch it. But then it's always really exciting. And if you look back year on year, it's just, it's just a really exciting race to watch, and it always throws up some surprises, always throws up great racing. I know it hasn't got the, maybe the glamour or the sort of the magnitude of the Tour de France, but it isn't. It is just a stunning, stunning race. Hmm. Um, obviously, before we sort of get into that in detail, there is a, a women's version of the Giro Rosa, mm-hmm. but that's not on. And, and it's I thought on, it would be, but it's not part yeah. of the World Tour. Well, I thought it'd be a really good opportunity to talk about that, yeah. as to talk about why it's yeah. not on, the reasons why not on, and then you know. Louise, it'd be great for you to kind of talk a little bit more about some of your work that you're doing around with the internationals and, and, yeah. and, and the Tour de France. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Giro Rosa, why, why is it not on? So uh, it, it was on last year, yeah. um, but the coverage was pretty much non-existent. Mm. So the UCI set uh, a, a minimum amount of 45 minutes uh, coverage needed per day. Yeah. Um, and the Giro Rosa just didn't do that last yeah. year. They, they made excuses about COVID and all that stuff, but um, the UCI have kind of stuck to their guns and just said not good enough um so mm. they booted them off the um world tour this year so yeah. <clears throat> the giro rosa is still happening this year but it's not part of the yeah. the women's world tour 
Um, which and what's the reaction meant to that? I suppose it's a, is it a good thing? Yeah, 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 I think so, because yeah. it shows that, you know, these requirements are there yeah. and have to be, yeah. you know, listened to. And, and all the other race organisers who are working really hard to stick to those requirements yeah. were actually saying this isn't fair if the Giro Rosa gets away with not doing, you know, what's minimum, yeah. minimum requirements. So, um, yeah, there's been quite a lot of support around uh, the UCI really sticking to that and, 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 and booting them off the world tour. But it's disappointing because it is it is an awesome race mm. you know it is one of the the biggest longest stage races for women yeah. at, you know nine ten days because mm. a lot of them are, are, are crap in comparison well i mean the, um, the like lacoste La one one stage to- 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 is, yeah. is, is rubbish the women's tour in in uk is is pretty much the best because we have coverage and you know a week of stages and stuff like that but the Giro rosa is excellent that it's long um and good but it's so unfortunate uh it clashes with the Tour de France every year and even though some people say oh well you know everyone's into cycling that time it is a good time to have a a Mm. women's race on because people are all watching TV Mm. it just gets absorbed in the Tour de France there's Mm. no real noise about it and and it's a shame Mm. each time so um, I think things are going to be shaken up a bit after last year Mm. uh, that they've lost their world tours they're trying to get it back for next year Um, so it's happening this year it's on the uh, 2nd to the 11th of July so it's going to fall during the Tour de France again they changed the name. It's going to be the Giro d'Italia Donna okay. um, this year. So I think they're trying to just get away from all of the negativity around yeah, the roster and like rebranding it and hoping mm. to get back on okay, good. world tour status next year. Yeah. But it, it, you know, it kind of spurs us on with what we're doing, the mm. internationals as well, because it's not just about the races happening. It's yeah. all the other stuff too. Yeah. So the Giro Rosa was happening, but because there wasn't enough coverage, it's, it's not good enough. So for... for uh, listeners who maybe aren't aware of the international maybe just explain a little bit about kind of what it is that you know the the team that you're a part of and yeah. and, and your raison peut-être like why <laughs> you exist so um uh, i'm i'm part of a, a team of 10 women uh we from all around the world actually there's a, a bunch of us in uk here uh five brits uh, we've got an australian rider a dutch rider and uh, three americans we came together um two years ago uh just to support a french women's team called donon dozello Velo, mm-hmm. um, who ride the full route of the Tour de France the day before the pros, basically just as a rolling protest that there is no women's equivalent at all. That mm-hmm. you know the La Course one day stage is is, is not equivalent. It's ridiculous, yeah. Yeah, so it's to prove firstly that women can do it because the mm-hmm. initial chat was that women weren't capable of of riding, you mm-hmm. know, uh, multi stages and stuff. So it's to prove that we can do it, and then also um, just to to get people talking about, uh, you know, women's cycling and stuff like that. So that's what we've been doing for the last couple of years. Mm. We um, get, you know, lots of coverage about the the stuff that we draw attention to about you know, prize money discrepancies mm. and, and, and coverage and all that stuff. So that spurs us on to keep going. Yeah. Uh, and we're doing big activity each summer um, just to get people talking about women's cycling and getting excited in it. How have you found, in the last, since you started doing this, and obviously you did it for a couple of years and I know we can't talk about the mm-hmm. event that you're planning this year or whatever you're mysteriously training for. Uh-huh. We hope to find out one day. Yeah. But um, how have you found the support and 
uh, momentum behind behind it have you seen it it's like been really it's been gaining? brilliant um from day one really yeah. because i think the biggest thing is that people didn't realize there wasn't a women's tour de france they presumed there was one and that maybe it wasn't on tv yeah, or sure. whatever so for us it's been about educating people into the, the state of of women's cycling and people have been intrigued by it yeah. and it's a real good time for women's cycling a real good time to be chatting about equality mm. so the support has been wonderful from from women and men alike yeah, um because we we're, we're, you know, we're all about people not being held back by their gender, and the same goes for guys too. People should mm. be able to do whatever they want to Absolutely. do and not and not be held back by whether they're a boy or a girl. Yeah. So yeah, support's been awesome. Absolutely. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, you know, for for people who want to listen uh, more to Louise in depth, we have another podcast that we did earlier in the mm-hmm. year. Um, so definitely go and check that out. And look, fingers crossed, next year for the for the Giro Rosa, it gets in a in a its world tour status and gets you know the coverage that it rightly deserves, along yeah. with the Tour de France. Well, we'll see because the you know, the ASO mm-hmm. are saying that there's going to be a women's Tour de France starting next year, but there's still no detail yeah, about sure, it. Sure, sure. So actually. You know, maybe that'll step in, and then there'll be no space for the Giro Rosa. Yeah. We'll have to see, but that that would be a great position to be in, having a load of races for the yeah. women to choose from, yeah. um, and, and for them to take their pick. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Danny, you're from obviously Australia. Mm. Do you? The, they the Australia seems to have a pretty good sort of like women's like race sort of circuit. Uh, uh, is there? Are, are they having the same conversations over there with regards to you know kind of? publicity and 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 uh, awareness yeah i mean it, it's definitely a a tough situation to be in as well i mean mm. in australia you have the, the national road series so yeah. most national road series events there's a women's event mm. as well mm. that runs basically at the same time mm. um which is kind of how it should be they mm. use usually ones in the morning ones in the afternoon mm. or something like that um the, I mean, part of the problem is like the the numbers are, tend to be quite low. So where you might have 120 guys turn up for the men's race, the women's race might have some years there's like 25, mm. um, which again, it, you know, it's a problem with finding sponsorship to have enough teams to mm. to yeah. kind of have people show up to the races. Um, but I mean, the, there's the women's um, tour down under, which is like always a great race, yeah, yeah. really good start to the year. And again, that's that's run at the same time. Yeah. So you know, if, if you're out to actually no, it's usually was it run like a week before, but it's like everyone's Similar down time, in Adelaide. Yeah. It's like it's really good fun. So I mean, I, I, yeah. we talked about this on the podcast. I've been to the tour down under, and it's mm. just as far as a professional cycling race with regards to kind of immersion from a fan's perspective for both men's and women's. It's unbelievable Mm -hmm. it is there's so much going on there's so much excitement um and yeah i think the reason i reference australia Mm. because they've always seemed to be progressive with those type of things and i wonder if uh yeah and obviously australia's got some some great riders in the women's peloton yeah definitely yeah Mm. all right jury d'italia have you guys found the, the prep for this I love I love yeah. the Giro because it's pink. Uh-huh. And that's my that's my that's thing. Def- definitely and your colour. Yeah, I like the classics, but I'm I'm a sucker for the you know the Tour de France and all yeah, that yeah. stuff. So the Giro for me is just the start of it. Mm. Um, so it, to me, it feels like yeah, summer's coming yeah, cool. and, and all that stuff. So yeah, I'm excited for it to start. I can't believe it's this weekend. It kind of crept up. Yeah, it's it, like it, oh my gosh, it what's totally going took on? Us by surprise, it was like oh oh my goodness, like yeah, that that makes total sense. Like even last night with the the, the, the football on TV, and I'm not really into football, mm. and I just happened to tune. And I was like, oh, what's this? It's the like Champions League like semi-finals. I was like, no, that's a bit can't early. Be. It can't yeah, be. Yeah. Like, and then you're like, actually, no, it's May. Like, yeah. what the hell's going on? It's crazy. So, yeah. it's still four degrees and raining outside. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, it's pr- pr- pretty mad. 
We've got um, three months of livable weather coming up there, so like it's going to be good. I know we started on a bit of a downer, you know, because it's all, but it's the same every year. But I mean, it is a brilliant race. So how have you guys found that the prep for it? And what's your sort of like just overall views of the, on the Giro? Looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I I like the Giro. Like a lot of attention gets put on the Tour, but I mean, and the Tour in I guess in recent years has been good racing, but mm. in previous years it's been really boring. Mm. Whereas the Giro has been a lot more attacking and yeah, yeah. Just more interesting racing, mm. so yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I know that you've ridden in Italy. Have you have you ridden in Italy? Um, yes, yeah. uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dolomites. Yeah, Jay? not ridden there. Yeah, spent plenty of time there. Love the country. I mean, great country. I mean, mm. the the Dolomites are just <laughs> spectacular. Like, as from I've ridden there a couple of times. The last time it was, um, I got invited out by Sportfall, and it is just magnificent. Beautiful. Like, just breathtakingly beautiful very hard like challenging climbs yeah. but just amazing have you got any school trips to tell us about when you went to Italy as a boy no 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 no, 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 no definitely Didn't get not get drunk in any World War 2 bunkers no. actually that, that, that was a trip where um, that was a trip where, where I met, um, we did the interview with Sagan and he had his jacket that was oh, covered yes. in Sagan uh, that was another trip oh. um, but yeah the um, talk, oh. talking of beers um, Birra Dolomiti is an amazing lager so if you go to Dolomites, make sure you 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 um yeah get stuck into those because they're they're great. Mm. Um, so a bit of history on the Giro d'Italia, and actually, funnily enough, Giro is where we got our name. So the Giro d'Italia is where we got our name, and essentially, what Giro means is it basically means ride or tour or route or circle. So it basically means like the the ride of Italy or the tour of Italy, and that's where we got our name. Unfortunately, when we first opened. A lot of people thought we were gyro, but we're not gyro. <laughs> we're gyro. We're gyro. Um, Isn't a gyro some sort of kebab from oh, yeah, Greece? It is, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. It, I think that's gyro. Yeah, or a little <laughs> attachment you can get for your BMX to do bar spins. That's the yeah. one. Oh yeah, used little. to have one of those. We should have been named BMX after that back in the day. We, sh- we should have been mm-hmm. named after that. Yeah. that's we, with a Y though. We should all ride BMXs. We should mm. we shout should, out to Paul. Dog. We should all shout ride BMXs. Shout out to Paul Dog. Yeah. Um, so the first race was organised in 1909, can you believe it? And like, um, like similar to the Tour de France, it was basically to promote a newspaper. So it was promote like La Gazzetta dello Sport. Um, and uh, the famous that, that's the famous one. pink newspaper, which is why the jersey is pink. Genius. It all comes together. Cool, there's a good marketing team behind that. Isn't so it? the first edition, 127 riders started and... Um, 49 riders finished. Oops. It was split into eight stages and covered two and a half. Uh, I, mean, I mean, that's bonkers. Cars, cars two and a half thousand kilometers in eight stages. A few stages. big days out then. It's a few big days. That's like more than like Matt does. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a lot of park ups at ice cream parlors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of but, good ice cream in Italy. Mm. But I mean, some, some cycling legends have won it. You know, Merckx mm. has won it five times. Eno's won it three times. Pantani. Pantani's won it once in 98. Mm. That's the same year he won that oh. and, the, and the tour. Infamous. But he's just, yeah. you know, Pantani's, I mean, that's the thing about Italian. It's like, uh, and many continent, continents in, on, in Europe, but many countries on the continent in Europe, but Italy in particular, there's just something very passionate about, you know, cycling and their approach to it. Um, uh, there's one of the climbs that is near Feltre, which is where Sportful is. Is I forget the name of it, and I feel I want, it could be Crash de Uno, but it's where uh, Campagnolo thought of the derailleur because he was so fed up oh. with not being able to change gears. <laughs> um, and so Campagnolo was the guy who invented derailleur. So thank you very much. On you. Um, 
And then actually a, a guy who's been in here um, a couple of times and nobody knew who he was, was the American writer Andy Hampstead who won in 1988. And he was the guy who had those massive Oakleys that they're like, the, the, I want to say the razor blades or something like that, but the really big ones that they a couple of years ago released. And just the nicest guy, he was the first non-European to win the Giro. And he came in here and nobody knew who he was. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that's Andy Hampstead. And uh, yeah, lovely, lovely guy. Um, but yeah, he was the first non-European non, non, uh, non, um, to win it. Wow. Um, one of the things that we asked, well, you guys, well, we kind of thought about preparing what our favourite Giro memories. What have you? Uh, what have you guys got? Well, I, I, I don't know about favourite because it was pretty horrible to watch. But Stephen Kreiswijk crashing into a snow oh. barrier. Um, you think snow is going to be comfortable to hit? It didn't. That didn't look <laughs> comfortable. Pretty hard, didn't it? <laughs> Full on cartwheel. Yeah, I mean it's it. basically frozen horrible. water. So yeah, and he was going really well too that year. And yeah, he was winning. Kind of hasn't really. He's yeah. winning, and then. Then he wasn't. The same day, <laughs> then, someone then, else crashed that day who was who just taken the lead because he crashed. The Russian guy, Katusha oh. at the time. I know who you mean, but yeah, I, I don't know, I know who you who mean. I mean as well. Zacharin. Zacharin. Oh, yeah. There we go. Ilma. Got there in the end. I don't remember that. No, but they did, he didn't win either because he also crashed. So, yeah, it's right. bad, bad year for those two. Not, not the best. No. Um, Jay, favourite memories? Ryder Hedgedale winning. Oh yeah, what a yeah. legend! Love that guy. Don't yeah. know why. I always liked the Garmin Sharp team back then. It, mm. Wearing the blue jersey oh, we've yeah, got on display right. there, yeah, with, with riding Miller. lovely Cervelo R fives in like gunmetal grey. Yeah. I was Wiggins Just, those years, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, no, I think it was, was after Wiggins. It was right. like Miller. It was like Morton's that, Neo Pro year. That was two thousand nine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was that was a. Uh, yeah, don't Wiggins. know why. Just that was like one of my first cycling memories. Oh, of like watching racing and yeah just just enjoyed it i yeah. think he's a bit of an underdog which is probably yeah. why i can't remember exactly because it's a little while ago now but because well, i mean he, he doesn't look like your typical gc guy he's yeah, like what yeah. six mm. foot six or something canadian good, good I mean, tester he's, he's got it all against him yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah louise um, just the last couple of years, oh. last few years, how well the Brits have been doing at it. That really excites me as well. Um, there's some wicked shots a few years ago of Froomey on his pink bike by the Coliseum. Oh, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. last year as well. It's been a great yeah, yeah. race for Brits. So yeah, it really that, has. Uh, be interesting to see if we can continue that this year. We've got a few guys on form. so. I mean, that stage, mm -hmm. th th it's really interesting. Um, the that stage with Froome mm -hmm. mm. if they did like this kind of like like interview in it and it's all sort of like tracked and basically they it was because you know what was it then were they in your stand or was it Sky I can't remember Sky, Sky. Sky. they worked they, they obviously had a bad first week and they worked out right okay you can do this but you need to basically shed some weight before then so it's all sort of calculated and this is what they're saying anyway but if it if it fits true amazing mm -hmm. mm. and so essentially it got to that stage and it was like I'm saving your energy to that and could do, and sure enough, from the off, I mean, how many how many k's was he on his own? Like eighty something k. Eighty k on like the Huge. queen stage of the Giro, like all the climbing. It was just amazing to watch. We I had see it on gravel the cafe climb as well, mm -hmm. and yeah. nobody wanted to leave. Man, that big gravel climb <laughs> yeah. was amazing. Science in sport used it to uh, leverage right. their new drink with carbohydrates in, which now every brand does. Oh yeah. Um, mm. Because they said they had 
they had soigneurs at each point in the route from when he was going to break away with a bottle of this magic dust and magic mm. you can't say magic dust mate that, that, implies, know, that implies something else the good I game. might be implying <laughs> yeah. something else I don't know I don't know what I'm implying in this day and age but um, yeah they uh, they use that to launch their beta fuel oh wow mm. I, I bought a sachet oh, off did the you? back of it actually no Are you still, you're still no, going you from immediately win your next race <laughs> that was perhaps contributing to could, my foul mouth could you speak Italian after yeah, yeah. <laughs> no uh, Tristan lent me a sachet when oh. we were in Thailand and oh. uh, got round yeah. <laughs> on no sleep. Yeah, yeah good, good times. Happy days. Yeah, beta uh, fuel. And then Available now, not at Giro. Obviously last year, Teo winning. Amazing. I mean, mm. talk about an exciting race. It comes down mm. to like, it was like some of the Tour de France's back in the 80s. It comes down to the final stage, mm. which is a proper time trial. Jai Hindley went into it in pink. Mm. And of course, you know, just, you know, he, he not that he cracked, it just, Tao did a better job. Not as good as amazing. Finished it not in pink. Here's this dude from London winning the Giro d'Italia. Oh, it's amazing. It was amazing. And Yates, Yates has gone gone very well. well, until like stage 19, he's gone very well. Mm. And then he spectacularly blew up and lost like half an hour. Yeah, (laughs) bless him. That's that's not a good memory, but it's a memory. This is the beauty of breakaways and breweries because we can happily sit in our armchairs and call him an idiot. <laughs> yeah, um, I wouldn't have been able to do it. Why were you fitter? Yeah, I'll yeah, happily yeah. laugh at him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, cool. So let's let's start talking about this year's race. Mm. Danny, I think you've got some stats for us. I do. So this year's route is for 3,479.9 kilometres long. Total elevation gain of 49,582 metres. So wow. for those playing along at home, that's, that's about 164 kilometres average per stage and about 2,250 or something metres climbing per stage. That um, and that's including some real dead flat stages. So it's um, there's some serious climbing in this one. It's a bit less than last year, though. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's some of the least time-trialling kilometres of the uh, of recent Giros. Oh, no. But maybe we'll talk a bit more there's about that a, later. There's still a but there's bit, still, there's, So there's 38 kilometres of time-trialling. Oh. There's a prologue at the start and then the finish time-trial into Milan. Okay. Um, most of the climbing's in the third week. So it comes, I guess it's kind of traditional for Grand Tours, isn't it? Um, mm. It comes when, you, when your legs are already pretty tired. Mm. Um, what other stats have we got? The, the highest point on the entire race is the Paso Pordoi, uh, which is in the Dolomites. It's on stage 16, and that's 2,231 metres. So it's wow. not as high as some of the previous Giros have gone. Mm. Um, I think, it was, was it last year? It was like 2,700 metres mm. or something. Mm. And there will definitely um, be snowbanks. I think we can there definitely will be snowbanks. snowbanks. I think so. Well, if it's as cold Hopefully as here, there will be. It up yeah. 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 Well, the whole of Europe's cold, mate. Snowbanks on Isha High Street at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. That's that. That's that beta talking. That's that beta stuff yeah, yeah, talking, yeah. mate. Cool. <laughs> um, the line I had before. Yeah, I mean some of the, I mean some of the the climbs in it are just absolutely bananas. Oh, horrific! Yeah. I mean, uh, Louise has got the stage profiles oh, in nice front, stage, and yeah. I mean, oh, what's that one stage? Is that's it stage nice. five? That's basically a straight line for 180 kilometres. Yeah, that looks a bit yeah. boring. Yeah, it's yeah, the enough, flat. It's like just go, watch watch something else. Watch table tennis. Yeah, yeah. like a f- that's lame. There, there are some must-watch stages. That's yeah, table not tennis it. unless it's good. crosswind. Stage if there's 13 a filthy as well. Crosswind. 198k flat. I mean, mm. there's I forget which stage it is, but there's if you look at the not not the the profile, but the actual map, it's literally. I think they just get on a motorway, just get on a straight motorway. Does look that and it's way, like, yeah. cool. 
off you go. It'll be like crossing the Nullarbor. Yeah. You're right. There's some Ferraris <laughs> bombing past them at 200 mile an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's going to be good. That's, that's racist, mate. Come on. <laughs> you know, I'm sure there's Volkswagens out there too. <laughs> it, it, I mean, in terms of like the stages, the breakdown of the stages, I count probably six pure sprint stages, I reckon. Okay. Um, so there's quite a few opportunities for the sprinters and there's some decent sprinters turning up. Um, and then probably two stages which could be won by like a Sagan style sprinter or a pure sprinter if it's easy, hmm. I reckon. And then the rest are, rest are hilly, like proper filth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Zonkalan's in there. Zonkalan, yeah. Everyone talk, loves it. Talk to us about the Zonkalan. Oh, I don't have the actual profile in front of you. you got the Zonkalan there. Which one's that? Uh, that is stage 14. Yeah. So the Zonkalan's not the longest climb, but it's definitely the steepest sort of That's consistent climb. That's the one climb. from... So the drink line, drink on. I've got it here. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No, it's not. They drank the, the, the no. beta. No. Oh, I don't think so. So they go up a slightly different way <sighs> up the zonk line. Oh, it doesn't actually have the stats on this. Anyway, it's steep. <laughs> Sometimes people walk. It's one of those. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You'd be walking. I would be walking. I would definitely be walking. I'd have stopped halfway and parked up with a... What's this? Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... I mean, essentially, it's, you know, with the Giro d'Italia, it's similar to the Tour de France in that you've got the overall or the general classification, um, which is essentially who can, the individual who can do the, all of the stages in the fastest time together. And then you've got the sprinters jersey, the climbers jerseys. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, there's a lot, lot to play for. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Apparently. 20, is yeah. that the yeah. Zonkaline? Yeah, 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 27%. 27%, that's not Just steeper than Barhat. Absolutely <laughs> filthy. Nasty. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's one of those things. I mean, obviously, these are they're, they're, this is what's so incredible about, in particular, the Giro. And also the Vuelta, actually. The Vuelta has some pretty savage climbs mm. in that they stick these absolutely filthy sort of like big, big, big climbs in. Um, but it's in the middle of a 180K stage, you know. So this is where you're seeing, like, the, the you know, riders at their absolute limit. Two weeks of in physical performance. Well. <laughs> Two weeks in, exactly, <laughs> after a couple mm. of race days. Mm -hmm. And our friend uh, Owen's going to be out there. He's already there. I think that's why I realised that it was coming soon because yeah. he was gearing up to go to Italy. And um, yeah, he's already there having a good time. Shout out um, Pancake Peloton. Mm -hmm. Saw him buying rice on his story yeah, yeah, the yeah. other day. Yeah, Will Girling's with him as well. They're both <laughs> feeding go, go lots and, of people. Get, we'll put the links below. Go give them a follow. Mm. He's, they're um, sort of the chefs for EOF Nippo team and they just give a really great insight to what they do behind the, uh, behind the scenes. Mm. Um, so... EF Nippo putting a lot of energy behind Hugh Carthy, British yeah. Hugh Carthy. Mm -hmm. And a so new kit released today. They did a new kit. A few teams have done a new kit they've, today. Yeah, they've all copied the uh, EF model from last year where they released that Palace collaboration. Oh, yeah, nice. Oh, the duck. But yeah, EF have done another have done one. one. Wait, wait. What have EF um, got this time? Because they can't wear the pink because it's, it's too similar. So yeah, that's I can't, they went with ducks, wasn't it's, it? It's kind of like a sort of bluey turquoise base oh. with some colour blocks. I mean... I'd say it's. I'd go and have a look at nice, it rather than listen not. to me talking about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like everywhere on Instagram right now, and I'm not really doing it justice. But it's not as good as the duck kit. That no. was terrible. Did you like that? No, I liked loved it. It. Oh, it was yeah, terrible in like a good way. Lo yeah, lo lo lot of times. Terribly though. good. <laughs> I, 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 what I liked about it was that it was amazing to see a team take a, a really bold a w stand away from the tradition, which I quite yeah, liked. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else got a new team kit that I saw today? Um, Israel. Israel, yeah. Lovely kit. Mm. Really, really nice kit. I liked it. Yeah, it's, it's designed to look like red wine because one of their sponsors makes red wine. Oh. <laughs> there you go. That's what we should have done. We should have done wine instead. We should have done wine. 
Damn yeah. it. Bleep. We should have done wine. Yeah. <laughs> Next time. We Next do that to the tour. We can have French wine. Oh, yeah. Oh, we we looking forward to the tour oh, podcast. Bit of, a, bit, of a, bit of a cheese board. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, um, so, um, yeah, we'll put some of the sort of like interesting routes routes below. But um, I mean, I think this is set up to be a really exciting, exciting. Mm. Maybe let's talk some of the the riders that are, that are entering yeah. and where we are. Riders um, to watch out for. Should we? What, should what we chat sprinters? Are we going to do? Yeah. So should we do sprint jersey first? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the, there's a sprint jersey, which is which is. Oh. I guess we should we explain that a bit. Yeah, yeah, more you probably for the, should, Danny. Yeah. So the in terms of the sprint jersey, it's kind of similar to the sprint jersey at the Tour de France, where you get points for intermediate sprints as well as the finish sprints. Mm-hmm. Um, so there there are a lot of really good sprinters there, but there aren't a lot who will be going for the sprint jersey, I'd imagine. Right. Um, Peter Sagan is looking on really good form mm-hmm. um, after his last few races. After Odds looking on. a little bit off form and rumours about him leaving the team suddenly he's really good again um loves again <laughs> so the in the points classification we're looking at the betting odds now oh gamble responsibly <laughs> peter sagan is paying one pound 80 for the sprint jersey and the closest is nozolo on nine pounds so i think it's that's probably a full wow. quite the chasm oh really but we i mean is it a case of i mean because obviously is pure is, sprint is like a stage win Whereas yeah. the, points the points jersey, jersey. requires so a, a bit case more of endurance being able to get effort. around, yeah, yeah, more yeah, consistent. Yeah. Like Caleb Ewing Riding. is there, who's yeah. one of the top sprinters at the moment, mm, but, but he'll he get is, tinned. But and he, he will sack it off on he's stage. He's very 10. similar to Cav in that you know it's a case of getting through to the finish each yeah. day when it's yeah. on a. I mean, totally. Yeah. Listen yeah, yeah. to um, I think it was Stanley Street Social. They do the interview with him. I think in the tour last year. Yeah. And he was saying, honestly, when it comes to a climb and I blow up, I can't push more than like 200 watts, and I'm like. <laughs> That's like me. <laughs> I can't push more than two. Except at the finish, watts. he can do eighteen hundred. <laughs> That's not the point. Hey, you did like seventeen hundred the other day. I saw your wahoo after that Belgi. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a chance it was a malfunction. I, there was I don't, definitely no, a chance I it, was it was a malfunction. True. I saw you climb six, mate. Yeah, seventeen hundred the whole way six. up. <laughs> I saw you accelerate up there. Um, yeah. So. So we're saying it's not really going to be a pure sprinters race for the... For well, the, the, there are no, enough stages some, for the yeah. pure sprinters. I, yeah, just, sure. I, I don't know how many will get to the finish. We'll have some thing. good battles between Caleb, Merlier, mm. Tim Tim Merlier, who's been on form this season um, for Alperson. Mm. Uh, obviously, Caleb's probably fastest sprint in the world right now it's, in a pure sprint it's probably worth mentioning Gronewagen Gronewagen's yeah. back yeah. Gronewagen's back obviously you know the, after the, the, the crash uh, that happened last year and he said was it a nine month ban I think it was mm. nine months yeah. um, obviously so he's back so see, it'd be interesting to see what form he's in he's good at sprinting he's good at sprinting he's very good at sprinting look, you know, he might be a little I bit nervous t- yeah I'm sure look I mean hopefully people give him a break and time's done his thing and you know he can move on um, mm. and we can yeah, watch him sprint which would be cool mm. yeah um, other yeah Giacomo Nozolo we home um, race should we yeah. get in before we start talking about the next talk should we get into another set of beers we probably should oh, yeah. I think we should do it um, yeah. so you guys have got the Peroni Grand Reserve Grand mm. I love the bottle of that it looks like Isn't a it beautiful? Kind of mini bottle of um, champagne don't worry we've got, we got mm. some for you to take home it's all Thank good you. and then um, right so we've got do you want a pale ale on or do you daddy. want a milk stout mm. pale ale I all think right, I'll go for the milk stout thank you lovely um, one of the things you were saying earlier Louise mm-hmm. which is really interesting is that 
we've got a lot of Brits that are entering this race. Yeah. But not only entering, we've got a lot of Brits that are in really good form. And we've got a lot of Brits that can, can really compete for the GC this year. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it's, um, it's exciting. It's it really, really, really exciting. exciting. So anyway. last, last year um, in the Vuelta, we had Hugh Carthy go exceptionally well. Mm. Um, and he's now doing the Giro, which is, which is brilliant. So, and I know mentioned earlier, EF, uh, Nepo are putting all their guns behind him, which is really exciting. Oh, so they are all in for him. That's, that's cool. That's what we seem to understand. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure who else on the team, but that's as, as far as I know it. I mean, there's, yeah. Simon Carr. Simon, Simon Carr is well really exciting, the, uh, Strada, Yeah. Young I went, Brit. I went to school with a guy called Simon Carr, but it's not the same guy. Not the same uh, guy. This yeah. guy's about 21. Not saying you're old, Jordan. <laughs> I, I, I am that's, old. That's shot five. <laughs> I am old. You, you young pups over there. Um, yeah, I mean, who? TJ Van Garderen. He's not English. No, but he's British. a good domestic to have. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, for the team. And mm. he's riding for Hugh Carthy. So let's talk about some of these, um, some of these Brits we've got stacked up, which is, mm. which is brilliant. It's so exciting to see. I mean, Simon Yates, I guess, is the yeah. is, is probably the big yeah, favourite, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I've definitely got him top of my list. Mm -hmm. Do you? Um, yeah. yeah I mean, I, don't don't go don't go early on the podiums, Danny. Sorry, Come mate. On. I won't tell you the rest of my list. We've got to say that to later. Yates, I reckon. I, I reckon he's he's probably the, the most exciting. Maybe not the most exciting, but I think he's the most likely to be on the podium out of the British contingent for sure. So, what team is uh, is is he on? Yates, oh God, Team Bikorica Exchange, yeah. Green Edge. They change their name no, every three minutes. What are they called yeah, this year? Exchange. Bike, oh, just bike yeah. exchange. Just bike exchange. Yeah, easier than Orica Bike Exchange Green Edge. <laughs> <laughs> just bike exchange. <laughs> Scott. Um, <laughs> so that's Simon Yates. Yeah, so, with a pretty good team behind yeah. him as well. Mm. Tanel Kanga is a mm. weapon. Yeah, and a couple of good Mikel Nieve, Nick Schultz for the climbs, Callum Scottson to sit on the front all day. With Hepburn, yeah. One of the things that they've always got going for them is they they are always such a like a, a, a team with like real really good positive cohesion. Like they mm. just work together really well. They clearly have a good laugh together. And obviously, since last season, the the Yates brothers are now separated. They're in different teams now, and it seems to be working out for 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 good for both of them. Mm. Um, Jay, you were talking about last year uh, or the year before last. Yates is sort of exceptional oh, yeah. blow up. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, do you want to talk about that? He a was bit? well. He was. I think he was like at least a minute ahead on the GC, mm. but it was yeah coming into the final few days, and on one climb he just blew up spectacularly. So he's ever since then. It might have even been like three or four years ago. Ever since then, he's kind of he's lived by this memory. So I think he's got a point to prove, and he wants to try and sort of abolish this perhaps slightly negative. Um, sort of memory of how he races a Grand Tour because you know typically the media say oh yeah but can he last the three weeks can he last the three weeks after blowing up so spectacularly with a few days to go mm. I think he really probably wants to put that to bed yeah. and this is probably his best chance it's yeah. the same mm. race he's got a good team around him he's not fighting with his brother for leadership um, yeah it's as good an opportunity as ever for him to prove himself he's just come out of tour of Romandy or yeah. Alps was Alps, it? Yeah. Alps. Mm. tour of the Alps he yeah. did he won that convincingly mm. obviously that's a shorter race so that three week question mark's still there yeah. but yeah. it'd be great it'd be great great, for that, good. great for that team as well oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Really yeah, they, for that they, team. they've been chasing 
they've kind of gone down the GC route since losing sprinters like uh, Gerens and mm. Michael Matthews. They've kind of started to go down the GC route with Chavez and Adam Yates and Simon Yates now. Mm. So, it, yeah, their team's sort of gearing more and more towards that and they should they should put him in a strong position. And if he mm. can finish it off without blowing up on the last few days, he's a good bet. I'm mm. getting the COVID. So he had to, um, he had a positive case oh. or the, I don't know if it was him or the team last year. So he had to pull yeah. out last year as well. So yeah. I'm sure he's pretty hungry for, for the yeah, Giro yeah. and to do well. Yeah. The race of redemption for him. We've got some exciting riders from my part of the world as well. Oh yeah. Can we chat Jai Hindley? Oh yeah, mate. What do we think? Second last year, looked good all race. Do we reckon he's got the legs? It looks like they've backed he, him. He's, he's number in, one in their team. He mm-hmm. is in my selection. Yeah. I I don't think I don't think he'll. I think he might he might manage a top ten. Yeah, I I, I agree. I, I hate. But to, that would be a good result for him. Yeah. I think in this field, he's got some good Aussies supporting him. He's got Chris Hamilton and Michael Storer as well. Um, but yeah, to be honest, I, I don't think he's going to make the podium this year. I'd love to be wrong. Mm. Yeah, George Bennett as well. Yep. Getting getting a tilt. Finally, getting a proper You're not from Grand New Zealand. Tour. <laughs> <laughs> what you talking about, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kiwi is. Um, yeah, finally getting a proper tilt at GC. Yeah, he's leader leader on that stack team. Be exciting to see. Mm-hmm. And he's got uh, Eduardo Feeney and Tobias Foss looking mm-hmm. after him. There's some good riders. That's a good team, actually, isn't it? Mm. It's a very good yeah, team. Good yeah, good young team. They're obviously, mm. you know, they're all in for Roglic at the tour, mm. but they're obviously giving these younger guys a chance of their own here at the Giro, which, you know, it's one of the things with the Giro. It's it's often because of the tour getting the focus and the, the, the Giro tour double being so hard nowadays with all, you know, the level everyone's at. The Giro becomes this race where younger teams do get a chance. Younger riders get a shot at GC where they wouldn't necessarily get a shot at GC you know Tao mm. Jai Hindley last year yeah. you know that came from illness and injury a that little also, bit but I mean, last year also came to the timing of it because yeah. because everything it was so much later in the year than normal mm. um, but I mean but it's in May the Giro is traditionally like susceptible to weather mm. and I think now in particular because we're seeing this like extended cold spell through through I mean let's, let's not call it an extended cold spell because winter's lasting forever <laughs> in mm. Europe at the minute it will be interesting to see if, you know if, if it kind of if, if the weather plays ball or not what was it what was it last week was it Romandy that was just absolutely miserable yeah. Yeah. oh it was it was awful yeah horrible people's hands slipping off handlebars should, should see left Simon right, Yates right yeah. he's used to riding around up north in the UK yeah yeah so true. Be that, nice that's and, why these Brits will go these yeah Brits nice will go and well. hardened to any um, wet weather somebody else in the GC that'll be interesting a return for uh, Remco Ivanapol the phenom the phenom. Meh. So, um, Danny, what happened to him last year? Uh, so last year, was it Liège? No. no. Lombardi. Lombardi. Um, went round a corner. Sorry, not then, last year. Was it the year before? Or was it last no, year? No, it was last year. It was last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Went round a corner and then head first over a bridge and broke his pelvis and a few other bits and pieces. A really nasty crash. Bits and um, pieces. For those who don't know, Remco is a, what is he, like, really young rider. Um Ex-professional, almost wins everything he enters. Um, Ex-professional. Well, yeah, he was yeah. like he was on a fast track. He to quit, quit play football. At, he's twenty-one. Football. He quit ah. football at sixteen and just basically went in and just, just started winning. I mean, just to reel off his 
like results, his most recent results. DNF at GC, Tour of Tour of Poland. <laughs> that is his last result. <laughs> yeah. So well. just just for the record, is his first race back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just last year, he won overall at Tour of Poland, uh, Tour of Portugal, uh, Volta Algarve. Volta San Juan. So, so he entered four stage races last year and won four stage races. So this guy is... And then crashed. Phenomenal. And then, and then crashed, didn't get yeah. around a corner. So it was well, really he could either win it or not yeah. finish. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot... <laughs> it's really up in the air. Jamie doesn't like Remco. <laughs> there, was a no. lot made, there was a lot made, and rightly so, about that the bridge where he crashed on. It was just... Mm. At Very the dangerous. bottom of descent. So S- narrow. narrow. And he literally yeah. went flying. Hannah and I were watching it. And it was, it, you didn't need to understand cycling mm. to know mm. just how horrific it was. Mm. Just seeing him go, no flight, he was just lying there. Mm. And then they took something yeah. out of his pocket. Do you remember that? Yeah. I'm just remembering it now. They, the, oh, yeah, the, it was a bottle the, of The that, Swanier right? took a bottle of something. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it, Whoa. It, it, it was a bottle of beta. Where did all those results <laughs> come from? <laughs> take those alcohol-free beers off, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Getting a lactose high right now. <laughs> Um, no 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 but it was uh, I I, I didn't plan on saying that I just remembered it yeah no Mm. I remember seeing his DS or someone out the car scrambling down the the valley into the river behind him maybe it was his wallet maybe he nicked his wallet (laughs) it's probably full of cash that 20 20 euros he'd saved for an ice cream on the way home yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, you're not having the ice cream now, Remco. You should have got round. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see how he is, because obviously it's his first sort of like proper big race back from injury. It'd be interesting to see uh, how he goes. Whether I he's don't think be coming he should back, be favourite. Coming back firing? Is no, he I don't, I, he's, he's, he's like second favourite. Wow. Yeah, the, I'm on the board words he's, on this. He's well up there. And I'll happily will. do a uh, video statement but. <laughs> if I have to eat my words on this, but I just yeah. don't think he should be favoured. He's paying £5.50 for an overall win. Which and is Danny agreed with me earlier, but now no, he's now he's seems to be being quite nice about him. Oh, is it, which is he's disappointing. He's fast, mate. What's Yates on for a win? £4.33. Oh. So he's favourite. Gamble responsibly. Yates is the favourite. Yates is favourite. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bernal and Bernal close Bernal second. at second at four fifty, and then Vlasov, my favourite Russian, at uh, £15, which I think is a really good value bet. Who's well, your second favourite Russian? Sivakov. Uh, yeah, probably. Well, he's kind of French. <laughs> what flag does he race no, someone said He lives in France. He's Russian. But someone said he's he's very English too. Oh, wow. Yeah. There Who we go. Who knows? Valverde, he's got to be good. <laughs> he's not racing. But no, anyway. he's not racing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, who are you, who are you looking out for, Louise? Uh, Geraint. Race? I can have a price on Geraint, please. Not racing not also. Racing? No, no, he's doing no. the tour. He's, oh. All in for the tour. No. I think so there was talk that he was going to do yes. it. But obviously I he's... I thought he uh, might. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, think, I mean, the main GC storyline is I think like the top, maybe the top two or three are probably going to be like Yates and Bernal. Yeah. But then the rest, the top top ten, top fifteen is wide open. Mm. So I think the I think the battle for like third is going to be more interesting than the battle for the win. So is Bernal doing this race? Is that do we believe that that's Ineos backing G at the tour? It's just Bernal's <laughs> like to think not so. a definite. His injury is just not. Oh right, yeah. A hundred like he he can't guarantee he'll fin- he's he's come out in the press before this race saying he doesn't know if he'll finish. Yeah. Okay. Oh. But he is the favourite if he can finish. Yeah. So, or, mm. you know. And then he won't race the tour? 
he um, won't race the tour okay. I, I think there's there's too much riding on the tour for a team like Ineos mm. to back a guy whose back could just give up after three days mm. yeah. so I think they're they yeah. must be backing G then especially if he's on good form and stuff and being saved for the tour yeah there's amazing. a lot of time That'd trialing awesome. in this year's tour obviously mm-hmm. we're not doing a tour preview right now yeah, we'll no, no, we're not. but G, G's pretty we'll do good that a week before the next one <laughs> <laughs> two days before two it days starts before, yeah. but um, G's pretty good at time trialing yeah. so the yeah. tour route this year will you know it will play into a rider like his hands mm. so yeah maybe that's why Bernal not so good at time trialing so really we're saying that this this route in particular is just going to suit good climbers pure climbers yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Danny doesn't M- look maybe sure. more so than previous years but there's still two flat time trials so yeah. it depends on how the climbs are raced I think Amazing! It'd be great mm. to see Sagan get some points there, or get some get some sprint win. It'd be great mm. to yeah. see Caleb, you know, get a win. Mm. Um, yeah, it's exciting. And also, obviously, the the one of the things that's great about this race is the Italian fans go absolutely bonkers for the Italian teams. So I always get these like random wild cards and also Italian riders. Viviani, uh, uh, yeah, Viviani probably going to be getting some. Bardiani, Sidermec, and then um, big team, oh, yeah, Vin- Vincenzo Nibali, who's broke his wrist. Like yeah, last week or something yeah. like only like two weeks ago so he's racing whether or not he'll be in any form or yeah. whether or not they're just gonna shove him for the painkillers still killers. Trek's number one rider yeah I can't he's wait to see Eolo Kamita in the brakes who? exactly <laughs> <laughs> hey John Archibald rides <laughs> literally then. never heard of this team but there you go alright and then they're there and then we've got Mark Solo as well mm. he go pretty well alright let's do some predictions let's do it Louise, I want um, us to keep the win, so yes. I want Yates keep to bring it home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yates. Yeah, cool. Have you got a podium? Um, no, no, just Yates. <laughs> just, just Yates. <laughs> just like I am with. Voss. I reckon. I reckon Bernal will be on there like, if he can. Yeah, yeah. If he can finish. And uh, chuck Hugh Carthy in uh, there for another Brit. Yeah, I got Hugh Carthy as well. So that's yeah. exciting, yeah. isn't it? We're talking mm. about you know Brits at the Giro, which is great. It's awesome. And potentially yeah. winning back to back, which is excellent. I mean, we did that in the tour, you know, from you know, what, 2010, sorry, 2012 on. Mm. Um, and it's brilliant that it's starting to take shape in the um, in the Giro, which is really exciting. All right. Um, your predictions. All right. Uh, I've got Simon Yates on the on the top step as well. Nice. Put Bernal second, and I've actually put someone who we haven't talked about yet, but Jao Almeida. Mm. I'll put him in for third. I reckon, he, I reckon he's on form. Yep. Good for mm. a run. Um, and, and he'll have Remco riding for him. Yeah, <laughs> the favourite. <laughs> yeah. You know, the favourite pulling turns. The prodigy. Um, and then for my outsider, I originally had Hugh Carthy, but I'm going to chuck George Bennett. I'm going to chuck George Bennett into the mix. On, I'd love to see him get on, a, on your George. That make me so happy. <laughs> Sweet is. <laughs> Sucks. True, bro. <laughs> Taylor's going to listen to this. Be so disappointed in you. <laughs> All right, Jamie. What are you saying? Um. Where have you hidden mine, Danny? Oh, I did it. I did a top five. Well, you did do a top five. It's a <laughs> wow. Really, it's a really big podium. Well done, Jamie. Um, <laughs> so Simon Yates to win. Mark Solaire second. Because I watched the uh, Netflix documentary of Movistar. Oh, yeah. I like his odds now. He's the leader. Yeah, yeah. Because he was, you know, he's a loose cannon. But when he's, yeah, when he's going well, he goes, goes really well. Yeah. Hugh Carthy third. Yeah. Dan Martin fourth in that lovely new kit they've got mm. and then Jao made a fifth because oh. he always gets dropped on a steep climb 
And then my outsider was George Bennett, which Danny just stole. And uh, Taco Van der Horn. Taco Van der Horn. <laughs> I love this guy. Yeah. The, the Mexican champion. The champions. least likely GC. Should we see what he's paying so he's, to, for the so win? So Taco he's, Van der Horn is what he's paying. Dutch. You might have to request his odds. He's Mexican Dutch. Yeah, Mexican. I just just like his name. And yeah. I think he'll he'll get a good day in the breakaway. I, uh, I like that. Yeah, he'll get a good day in the breakaway. And it, like it might that. lead to him being high up on the GC. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Um, all right, so my podium. Come up so on me. Jamie, I'm sorry. I've just gone for a traditional podium of three riders, not five. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, so I'm, I'm going out there and I'm saying for the win, João Almeida. Okay. I, uh, I mean, I love Portugal yeah. and I always think he goes really well. He is in form. If he's given a bit of backing, I think he could do really well. Um, but yeah. He's got best domestic in the peloton. The yeah. favourite, Remco. Exactly. <laughs> and then I've got Hugh Carthy. And Simon Yates. And then my outsider's Jai Hindley. Ah. It's a good outsider. It's a good outsider, yeah, yeah. Jai Hindley. Yeah. Not Voss. Voss isn't in my uh, predictions. Oh, yeah, I know. I know, unfortunately. <laughs> um, other, other riders that I'm keen to see. It'd be great to see Dowsett get a TT victory. Um, I mean, he's just, a, he's just a good dude. Hmm. Another Brit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, got a lot of time for him. Dan Martin, maybe get a stage win. Whether or not yeah. he'll go, be strong enough for GC. Who knows, but yeah. So, yeah. I've got some breaking news. Oh, yeah. Volta Algarve today, Ethan Hayter has just won. Oh, really? What, the just whole thing? Won, well, won the stage. Oh, right, okay. Stage two. Oh, yeah. wow. Great result. That's great. Wonderful. Another, speaking of Brits, good to see. So, we've got some Danny's tactic bits. Oh. Um, but before we do that, we've got some, uh, Jamie, we've got some outsider uh, input for the podium. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've, got, we've, we've had some uh, guest submissions on the podium, mm. so... Um, just to mix it up a bit, we've got a couple of friends of Giro uh, throwing their hat in the ring and uh, sent us some traditional one, two, three podiums. <laughs> 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 so, so Tom Coles has gone all in on Spain at the Giro d'Italia and he's backed uh, Pelabia Bilbao okay. um, for the win, Mikel Lander for second, Mark Soler, mm. my guy, for third, um, Pete Clifton. Um, he's gone Yatesy like the rest of us um, well, apart from you John from but, uh, Yatesy Bookman he's thrown a new name into the uh, mix Bookman for Bora Hansgrohe um, he, he got fourth at the tour a few years ago and yeah some people have got him down as might go alright mm. but no one really knows and then he's put Ivana Pol third third Remco third wow okay yeah. All right. he's going to ditch Joe Almeida cool. on steep climb interesting take the win and then Franco uh, Franco's gone Hugh Carthy for the win Yates for second and third for Bernal nice mm-hmm. so a few few names different order nice well cheers for that so um, while Danny's getting his tech tip bits ready uh, for this one um, for any of you guys who are listening and going to be watching the Giro and want to get involved on Twitter use the hashtag breakaways and breweries let's get that trending mm. let's get that autofill happening <laughs> So we don't have to spell out every time. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we should just do B and B or something. I don't know. Yeah, um, it's a really long hashtag to have to type when it's not trending. Yeah, yeah. Come on, <laughs> let's get it trending. Um, but look, get involved. Uh, any thoughts on this? Um, you know, use Instagram, Twitter, um, all of those hashtag breakaways and breweries. That's how we got our guest submissions for the podium. 
They yeah. Were, they were ah, chucked in the beautiful. room via the hashtag. Mm. All right, Danny. All right, before we do tech tidbits, um, let's chat the Fantasy League. Oh. We don't have to chat the Fantasy League. No, anyway, no. we have a Giro Fantasy League. Oh. Uh, we run it through Velo Games, mm. and we'll put the league code in the podcast notes, I guess. Perfect. Um, shout out to Dan Fletcher, who was very keen to, to get involved. Nice. Um, all right, tech tidbits. So, uh, there's no breaking tech news that's really super interesting. Okay, so, I figured we'd talk. Uh, yeah, let's just skip that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I figured we'll talk time trials. So, yeah. Talk time trials. So, I mean, in a race that's often dominated by climbing, um, time trialing uh, is still super important. And this is where you'll see the, the really skinny climbers um, not go so well. So, that, you know, <laughs> like Jai Hindley last year. Last year, yeah. Um, so he basically final, lost the Giro in the time trial. The final stage this year, again, is a time trial. Exactly. Man, yeah, that's so exciting. And really the first cool. stage. And the first stage. So so it's the kind fight of a for the pink jersey, mm-hmm. day one, is all down to a time trial. Yeah, so, so stage one is 8.6 kilometres, and it's pretty much dead flat. So a short time trial like that is really going to favour like the, the big boys big who boy. can just put out massive raw watts. Mm. So I think Filippo Ganna. people like that. Campanites. Campanites, maybe. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's quite small. He's just aero. Um, and then stage I, 20. I, sta- I stand by what I said. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Shut down there, Jordan. The big, the big 61 kilo Victor Campanats. <laughs> He's had a beer and a half and he's just being rude. Yeah. Um, and then stage 21 is 30 Ks um, and it's pretty much flat as well. So aero is everything. For the um, little boys. For the little boys. Well, maybe not. Maybe (laughs) Campanots. Now we're we're talking. Um, I guess one of the things um, that people often don't realise is the the massive differences that equipment can make in a time trial. Um, So uh, there were some kind of like numbers done on... Shut up, Jamie. No, no, no. Let's hear it. On skin suits. So in previous years, the skin suits have been done by maybe not so good makers, and that's why kind of in the tour... Um, the skin suits have been made by Lecoq. Um, well, as in who, whoever's wearing so the... So whoever's wearing the jersey, sorry. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so fine. whoever's wearing like the yellow jersey would be riding in a Lecoq skin suit, mm. not the skin suit their team spent millions of pounds on developing. Oh. Um, so there was some maths done on uh, the 2017 Giro d'Italia. If Nairo Quintana wasn't wearing the Santini skin suit and was wearing his Enduro team issue one, he would have won in that final time trial. Really? So this is the type of differences we're talking. So in terms of watts, like a good skin suit versus a kind of a crap one, you might be saving like 25 watts. Which Over is, an hour? Well, just 25 watts, say at 45k an hour, 50k an hour. Watts. It's a lot. It's a lot of watts. So, I mean, like people train for years to get 25 watts. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting. I love watching TTs because I love, I love looking at the positions ja- and the Jamie's kit. skeptically shaking his oh, head. Jamie, you just... bought a skin suit ja- for your ja- race, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, he bought the ja- cheap skin, skin suit, suit and that's why he's slow. I thought it was going to be winning combo. It's slow. It just slowed me down. You think it slowed you down? Was it baggy? That's why I shaved my head. Was it flapping? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually at one point in the race saw a shadow of my mullet Flicking out the back of this stupid air. Should have gelled it. I wasted like all foil. my money on. Did you think it was someone so attacking? I was like, that could have well, I've got to get up. rid of that. Oh. No, I don't. Don't think it was doing the any the aero tripping. When your mullet's overtaking you in a race, you're not doing yeah. well. I no, I, I think you should back the helmet that we bought you. Yeah. The spelunk. The spelunk. Yeah. The yeah. spelunk. Mm. Yeah. No, I'll be That's I'll be rolling one. out in the spelunk this weekend. Don't you? And skin mm. suit. Yeah. And skin suit. And, and for twenty five watts. 
Well, apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only 25 watts. Doesn't really matter when you feel terrible. Uh. WFTP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> We're doing 50 watts instead of 25 oh, this week. It's a deep burn. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow Jamie actually moved this time <laughs> that's funny um, that's all I got oh cool sorry man well thanks very much well that uh, that just about wraps it up ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for tuning in um, one of the other my favourite memories from the year, which I forgot to to mention was uh, 99 I think I think, oh, forget what year it was but it was when um, uh, Mario Cipollini won the stage won a sprint and went to the podium dressed in a white suit. He went and got changed. <laughs> and the so dude's good. wearing a white suit, white shoes, white shirt, like just absolute Jesus. panache. I want to see more of that. Yeah, yeah. Just like, outrageous. Like we need a new chip I mean, Yeah, Who's, who's, who's going to take yeah. up that mantle? He, who, was, he who, was outrageous. Who is going to take over the Cipollini role? Yeah. Not, oh, yeah who knows? Who's, who's your favourite? Who's odds on for that one? Yeah, who knows? Um, All right, not Chris Froome. Jamie, Danny, Louise, thank you very much for for joining once again. Uh, Giro starts well by this time comes out. It's going to start tomorrow, so it's going to start Saturday. Um, Get stuck in. Um, If uh, any of you guys want to chime in, as I said, use breakaways and breweries. We'll do a podcast at the end of this as well to wrap it up and then preview some of the other races coming up. But uh, yeah, be the tour by then. It will be the tour. But guys, thank you so much. Um, Thanks everybody for listening. Stay safe out there and see you guys soon.